Hey girl. So today's episode is diving into one of the best things that you can do for yourself and for your body to heal and restore your pelvic floor and prevent any issues from even happening because of this one thing that you need to be doing and making sure that you are doing regularly so that you can stay connected to your body. This is not breathing. This is not Kegels. This is not, you know, all of the other things when we think of for healing our body, all the exercises, what's the best exercise I can do? No, that's not what this episode is about. This is diving into a little bit more taboo of a topic and really just going to make you think and question some of your own beliefs and thoughts around pain, around your body, and around exploring your body. So I hope you stay tuned. Let me know what you think. The Balance Mentality Wellness and Support Group, it is free and private. I am there for you. This is a topic I think should not be quiet anymore. We need to talk about this and talk about it some more so that it is not as taboo as it is now. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement in nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Momtality Podcast where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery, providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics, such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Good morning, friend. At least it is morning for me. It is not even six o'clock over here. The time change has really messed with my sleep. I am, instead of waking up sharply at six o'clock to use the bathroom, because yes, my system is that regular. I always know it's around six o'clock when I wake up in the morning, except for now. Now it's almost five o'clock when I wake up or 4.45. And um, that's where we're at over here. So we are getting used to these extra early mornings, which honestly has been kind of nice because I am waking up wide awake. So might as well get up and take advantage of these two hours of silence before my kids wake up. Um, Today, though, I just wanted to talk about a topic that is very taboo in our culture and there's a lot of shame around it and it's really just doing such a disservice for all women everywhere and a lot of my patients. So I have this conversation with a lot of my patients and 
I went a little rogue last week on my social media and I actually, I usually try and post something related to my podcast episode that week and uh, last week I did not, so I still have not posted anything about last week's podcast episode. However, what I did post last week um, just got me thinking and it actually inspired this week's podcast episode um, because this is something that we need to dive into, and I plan to dive into this a lot more, too, in my show. Um, I really want to get some other experts and guests on my show, um, specifically for this, a sex therapist. I think that would be awesome to chat with a sex therapist about some of these issues. But today, I did want to just talk about how, you know, one of the best things we can do for our body. I've mentioned this so many times in my podcasts, if you've been around for very long, um, about awareness, right? We need to be aware. We, we cannot heal if we are not aware of our body and, you know, pain especially is a warning sign and it's a protective response from our brain and our nervous system to protect a space it's saying something isn't quite right here. Like we need to protect this space. So I'm going to put pain so that we can be aware because before I gave pain, we weren't aware of this space very much. And, you know, pain can be there for a lot of reasons, right? Like pain in its, in its simplest form is just that a warning response, a way for the brain to make it so that the body and the brain know that it is a space it can't forget about and it needs to pay attention to. But there are a lot of reasons for pain, right? Like sometimes it can be caused by a physical, actual trauma. And even if that's just like a paper cut, you know, you have a physical tear in your tissue or you break a bone, obviously, like, of course, there's going to be pain. It's the body's way of saying, oh my gosh, we have to pay attention to this space. And sometimes it's proportionate. You get a paper cut. Well, I don't know. Sometimes paper cuts really hurt and they're tiny. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you get a little cut, you have a little pain. You break a bone, you have a lot of pain. Sometimes this makes sense. But sometimes pain doesn't make sense. And we need to dive in deeper because people are always looking for a physical impairment or an actual issue in their tissues for the reason for their pain for you know good reason we want to know like there has to be a reason I'm feeling this pain but it's not always the case and especially working with the pelvic floor which is a space we can't see it's internal so the only spaces with the pelvic floor that you can really see because there are a superficial layer and a deep layers of the pelvic floor right so that superficial layer we can see this is you know vulvar or vaginal tissue, uh, perineal tissue, um, you know, your anal sphincter, all of these spaces are connected into your pelvic floor. So these give us access into somewhat of a window of that pelvic floor, but we really still cannot really see what's going on. You can't really get a sense for that deep tissue and what's happening in there. So when people come to me with pain with intercourse or, you know, pain after pregnant or after delivery or even during 
pregnancy and you know they're just trying to figure out like what's going on maybe they just have terrible cramps around their period or not even associated with their period and they've had all of the imaging and everything's coming back negative right like this is where it gets confusing because it's like wait i'm in a ton of pain nothing is showing why and there's nothing there to really explain my pain and so this can get into so many different avenues and I'm going to try and stay on um, one main topic with this and I'm sure I will have other episodes on all of this however you know where I really want to go with this today is Sometimes that pain is there because it is. It's trying to say, like, warning, we need to protect, be aware. But that doesn't always mean there's something wrong. There could actually be something else the tissue's trying to tell you. Maybe you did just have birth, and so your body just went through a really traumatic experience. You know, again, even if your birth was this beautiful, all-natural, you know, experience that you were hoping for, the body is still like, what the heck did we just go through? That was crazy. And so the muscles down there, the nerves down there, the tissues, everything down there remembers, it knows there is memory in your tissues. And so it can feel what just happened. And it knows I almost just got torn open. And I don't want to do that again. And we need to protect this space. So what am I going to do? I'm going to send pain so that we can make sure we are protecting this space. And again, after birth, it could be the trauma, you know, and again, it doesn't just have to be trauma from birth, could be a sexual trauma, could be not even associated with the pelvic floor at all. And you just have a high anxiety or you're dealing with trauma or stress in your life outside of your body and your that's where your body is holding that stress is your pelvic floor but after birth there can even be you know actual physical things that can cause some of the pain and restrictions like scar tissue and trigger points and healing tears however you know many times even with no pain again because of that trauma being there there can be pain or maybe there's not even trauma But you're going to have intercourse for the first time and you grew up where that was, you know, not something you really talked about or discussed. So you hold a little bit of shame and worry around even having intercourse of any kind and, you know, let alone touching yourself. And so now when you've had sex your body is like, wait, whoa, I don't know if we were supposed to do that because your brain has been conditioned by society and maybe even by your family growing up that that's not good. It's not good to quote unquote have sex before marriage or touch yourself. And so we just feel shame, so much shame and guilt around these things. So our body is like, bad this was bad and it tightens up and maybe next time you go to have intercourse and maybe you're even all on board and you want to and you're feeling good about it but your body isn't because it's holding that memory and that trauma and that shame that you're not even maybe aware of 
in those muscles. And so you go to have sex again, and now you can't even have any insertion because it's so unpain, so painful. Maybe things have actually like closed up and it's like, nope, closed for business. Nothing's getting in here. And you wonder what the heck, like, why is everything so tight all of a sudden? And this is usually because our body and our brain are still connected and more aware than we are. And it's holding on to stories that we need to unlearn. And so today I wanted to just dive into this topic a little bit and get you guys just thinking and challenging yourself because, you know, and me too, this is something that I, being a pelvic floor therapist, have grown a lot with and how I think about myself and how I think about sex and how I think about self-pleasure and all of these things because it's, it's funny, you know, I didn't even grow up in a family that was very religious or shamed sex in any way, but there's still just that, you know, stigma, I think, culturally that, you know, we hear about guys masturbating all the time. Like it's just in our culture, right? Like we have been exposed to that topic since we were little to some extent. Like, you know, if you have brothers for sure. And if you watch TV or movies, once you become like preteen, like there's topic, like they talk about it. They talk about, oh, walking in on your brother or your son masturbating in a sock. They talk about, you know, erectile dysfunction on the TV all the time. Like it's in mainstream media and it should be because that's why there's no shame around a guy masturbating and jerking off. But there is shame around women touching themselves and having, you know, masturbating themselves. And not that you need to go masturbate. That is not what I'm saying you have to go do. Although if you do, you're welcome. Good job. (laughs) Because it is amazing for your body. However, this is more about being aware of your body, being aware of your pelvic floor. Because again, if we are afraid or we are holding fear or shame or a trauma story or anything in our tissues, they're going to tighten up. And if we are stressed, they're going to tighten up. And if we're not aware of that, then we might go throughout our life for years, not knowing that we're actually like clenching our pelvic floor and creating all of this trauma and pain and just contributing to that trauma story in our pelvic floor. And again, you know, pelvic floor tightness can cause so many issues. Urinary incontinence is one of them, which many people don't think about because when they think leaking, they think weakness. However, a lot of times it's actually the opposite and things are too tight and they can't function well. They can't contract to support you because they're already in like a constant clenched spasm. And so again, that awareness is so crucial because you do need to be able to check in with your body and be aware like, okay, am I clenching my muscles right now? Oh, if so, okay, let's relax them and let them go. Do you know what it feels like to relax those muscles? Do you know what it feels like to contract those muscles? 
like these are the things we need to know about our body. And when it's the pelvic floor in a space where there's so much taboo and shame around it, we just disconnect from that space. So most women, you know, they've even probably heard of Kegels, you know, that pelvic floor contraction. And most of the time when they come in and we do that internal assessment, and I am kind of checking for how does your pelvic floor function? I'm like, okay, give me that, you know, contraction and squeeze my finger. Give me a Kegel. They're like, I don't really know if I'm doing it right. Is this how you do it? I don't really know how. And most of these women are already in their 30s, 40s. Like we should know how to contract a muscle and what it feels like in our body. And if we don't, then we can have dysfunction because another reason things can tighten up is the brain's like, wait, I don't really know how to use this muscle. So I'm just going to lock it up because that way we can stay safe. We're just going to hold on tight to stabilize everything because that's our job. And if I don't know how to work, I'm at least going to lock up and hold everything together. And that just can cause so many issues when we really think about it and Again, I could go so many directions with all the issues this could cause, but what I really want to reiterate here is how much we can prevent by just being aware and exploring your pelvic floor, explore your body. You know, if you don't know what it feels like to contract and relax, I mean, take a mirror, a handheld mirror and lay down or even just sitting on the toilet or whatever, like put a mirror there, put your phone camera there and take, you know, take a look, look at it. If you are afraid to look at your vagina, guys, like that's where the shame is. That is where and why we have these issues because we're afraid of our own body. And again, why? I want you to dive in. If this is making you feel uncomfortable, just the thought of looking at your vagina or the thought of saying vagina, like this is why there's shame around this because we don't talk about it. So as you know, again, I never thought I would be, you know, blasting on a podcast that goes out worldwide talking about orgasms, vaginas, and touching yourself. Like that is not what I thought I would be doing with my life. But I have found such a passion that and a responsibility that I need to spread this word and I need to talk about this because we as a culture need to talk about this. We need to change our story as women so that this is not something that you finally are so fed up with the pain after 10 years and you haven't had intercourse in five plus years with your partner, you're relationships going down the toilet and you finally decide it's worth investing in yourself to heal your pain and see, okay, I guess I'll see what this pelvic floor therapy is all about and try it out. That situation is going to take so much longer to heal than if you first thing, you know, are like, I have a little bit of pain with this. This isn't normal. Where is my pain? Why might I have pain here? Maybe I should go see a pelvic floor PT and heal that pain and those issues before you're not able to have sex, before you're years and years down the road with now chronic pain that's totally different to treat. And it's just been years of dealing with terrible issues like this is not okay you need to know that you can prevent a lot of these issues just by 
touching your body and looking at your body because this helps your brain reconnect to that space. This helps your brain recognize, oh, if you actually touch around and just kind of explore externally, you know, side to side, touch one side of your vulva, touch the other side of your vulva, touch around your perineal space, put your finger inside your vagina a little bit and give a little stretch side to side. Like these types of touch and um, connection to the brain help the brain recognize, oh, I thought there was pain everywhere. Turns out the right side doesn't hurt at all. The left side, there's only a little bit of tenderness near my perineum. This is what helps rewire the brain so that it actually can know itself, know the body itself and say, oh, actually, you know what? We're doing okay. So I don't have to put as much pain signals down there as I thought. And now I can relax a little bit because now we're on a plan. We are aware of that space and we're working on healing and the body can sense that increased connection. And it's starting to get that, you know, just from looking again, your brain starts to remap itself and really start to say, oh, is this a space that I should be giving pain signals or not? Or maybe I was just clenching the entire pelvic floor because I didn't know how to move. And now that I know what it feels like to contract and relax and what it feels like to move my pelvic floor with my breath, now the brain feels so much more comfortable and safe and that it knows what it's doing that it isn't giving you much pain. It's relaxing a little bit because it actually feels like it can do its job. And again, there are so many other reasons for this, you know, like scar tissue can cause pain, you know, and having weakness can cause pain because it's causing the muscles to tighten up for stability. So yeah, there's a lot of other things we work on strengthening alignment, improving scar tissue mobility, like all these things, but you aren't going to get anywhere with any of those other more traditional expected treatments, right? Like Kegels, everyone thinks I just give Kegels, <laughs> which is actually probably one of the last things I will give you, if at all. Um, but again, if you don't know how to even contract your pelvic floor and relax it, how are you going to move that pelvic floor with your breath? How are you going to be able to realize that, oh, when I'm urinating, I'm supposed to be relaxing. And when I'm having a bowel movement, I'm supposed to be relaxing. And when I'm about to lift heavy weights, I need to be able to have a little bit of lift and support. If your pelvic floor and you don't know what that feels like, your brain is just going to say, well, we're just going to tighten everything up. And so again, I just want to urge you so much to explore your pelvic floor, look at it, touch it if you feel so inclined, you know, again, like, we should not be afraid to touch our own body, we should not, there is no reason that we should not love and accept our whole selves, our whole being. And if we have pain, Again, this is your body saying, pay attention to me. But unfortunately, what happens when we have pain, especially in the pelvic floor space because of the stigma and taboo, 
we actually disconnect even more because we're like, oh, cool, awesome. Now this space that I don't even wanna think about hurts all the time. So now I really hate it. I really don't wanna think about it. And so what does that do for the brain? The brain disconnects and actually usually puts more pain signals in the space because now it's more disconnected and it doesn't know what's going on. And so again, the more you can just look and reacquaint yourself with yourself, if you've never looked before, like, come on guys. I actually was just watching last week a show what was it called um big little no not big little lies um little fires everywhere and I thought it was hilarious if you haven't seen oh the show's not hilarious it's a drama but this part was hilarious if you haven't seen this show before um where it's Reese Witherspoon and um I can't forget the other actress's name and I love her oh this is gonna drive me nuts anyways they are having a book club meeting and um, one of the, you know, people picked a book about vaginas or so- something like that. She's an OB. And so they're having this discussion and um, one of the actresses comes in and she's like, have you ever even looked at your vagina? <laughs> like, have you ever even looked at it? And most of the group was like, what you have like appalled that she had even looked at her own vagina? Like what? Come on, guys. And this is what we're seeing. We're seeing shows like this that are saying like, wait, it's not normal to look like you've looked at it. And that's just so sad. I don't want my daughter or any of the women I know and work with to feel like they can't look at their own body. They can't touch their own body. They can't make themselves feel good with some self-pleasure. Like again, orgasms are amazing. They increase so much blood flow. They create a lot of great endorphins and hormones throughout your body. They help contract and relax your pelvic floor. So it's just so great for your pelvic floor, but also whole body health. So if you are someone who's never looked, maybe you've looked, you've never touched, maybe you've touched, you've never, again, masturbated or, you know, self-pleasure. Come on, guys. Like, it's really nothing to be ashamed of. And we need to be able to talk about it and recognize when something isn't right because pain is not normal. And if we're just accepting pain and disconnecting from your body to deal with it and just get on with your day to day, that is just not acceptable anymore. We need to know better and heal our bodies. Our bodies deserve it. They are, our body is also going through what you are going through. And most of us just disconnect and we actually like shame our body too. Like, how dare you body? How dare you give me this pain? Why aren't you letting me have sex with my husband? I really want to like, why can't you get on the same board with me? How dare you body? When really your body's like, whoa, but we just had like a crazy experience delivering a baby not too long ago and you haven't even tried to heal me or give me any attention. Like, of course, I'm going to tell you there's pain here because you still need to heal. And so we need to pay attention to our pelvic floor and our whole body. But I just want to encourage you today to, again, whatever level feels comfortable for you, 
This does not mean I'm saying go touch yourself and masturbate and feel uncomfortable and yucky while you're doing it because you grew up feeling and being told that that was not acceptable and a sin or whatever you were told growing up or whatever message you believed or were fed, you know, like this is to say If you feel uncomfortable with the thought of that, then I do want to encourage you to start exploring why and start to see what your values are. And I hope one of your values is being healthy and knowing and being comfortable in your body because that is so important, right? Like that is where everything else comes from. If we are not comfortable in our own body and we don't love ourselves and love our own body, we emit and project so much shame and anger and pain and resentment on everyone else in our lives. And it's just not okay. Like you need to also love yourself and feel good. And I want that for you. So your homework after listening to this is to kind of dive in again to why you feel uncomfortable and yucky about the thought of looking or touching or any of that. But also, you know, it's all to your comfort level, like push the boundary a little bit. If you are like, well, yeah, I do feel yucky about this, but you're right. Like, why do I? That's silly. Like, why should a guy feel like he can talk about masturbating and touching himself all the time? But I can't just the thought of it makes me feel like I did something wrong why that's that's crappy and if you decide you want to help heal that it is a process like it's not just gonna all of a sudden be like okay you're right let's start touching myself no but you might take out the mirror and look or you might use your hand and just place your hand on your vagina on your vulva like just place it feel it can you feel your breath come into that space because you should. You should actually feel your breath come into your pelvic floor, into that perineal space, into that vulvar space, into the rectal space. You should feel a little bit of that. And you can just place your hand and feel that. And if that is like, yeah, I can touch, no, no problem. Can you insert your finger? Can you stretch your perineum a little bit? Do you feel comfortable doing that? Because again, if you have a lot of tissue restriction, you do need to be able to, you know, again, for best outcome, do some internal work, which whether it's with a finger or a pelvic wand or your therapist, like you do need to be able to feel comfortable doing that. Because yeah, a lot of people will be like, yeah, I can do that. Like I'll go in, I'll let them do that or I'll do it. But in your head the entire time, you're like, I hate this. When can I be done doing this? And that is not the goal because then your body is actually still reiterating that story that it's not okay. We need to be done doing this because I don't like this. This isn't good. I'm doing something wrong. But Desiree said I needed to. So here I am. That's not going to help. (laughs) That's why I don't want you to just go in and just go crazy. Like find that level for you in your body really Feel your body and feel what your body is trying to tell you. Is it okay? Do you feel good about touching and looking and actually exploring and stretching and putting some pressure and understanding, oh, that's soft tissue. That doesn't hurt. Oh, that's really hard, firm tissue. It feels really tight, actually. It kind of feels like a bruise. Hmm, that's interesting. And having these thoughts with yourself as you are exploring yourself. And only to your tolerance, again, 
And it might take some time to feel like you can stick your finger in. And TMI, which I tell everyone in my clinic, there's no TMI. So here I am sharing with the world. You know, I'm at the point with my own body. I am. I'm exploring all the things. I will stick my finger in and move around and breathe and bear down and try and understand how is my pelvic floor showing up for me? Is it showing up how it should? Is it engaging and providing support? Am I bearing down when I do this exercise? Is it lifting and supporting me? Is this tender? Because I had a little bit of pain. Like, I want to know. I want to explore and understand what my body is doing and what it's not doing great and where it needs a little more support. So, I did ramble a little all over the place, but I do hope that today just challenged you a little bit to really think about what your story is around your body and if it's the story you want to be in your head playing around your body. And I really, again, urge you to just start pushing that boundary a little bit and start reacquainting yourself with yourself. And I hope you have fun doing it. So that is it for this week's podcast episode. Please come over to the Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support Group. This is a free and private group. So I would love if you would come over there and just let me know what you think of this episode. I think, again, this is such a taboo topic. We need to talk about it. And that Facebook group page is a great place to have these conversations. Again, it is private and it is there for you. I'm here to challenge you, but also support you. So I hope you found today's episode a little inspiring and just made you think a little bit because you deserve it. Do not disconnect from your body anymore. Let's get to know ourselves. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you, if you have found this helpful, to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, the Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on the Balanced Mentality Podcast.